Technology has never been more vital to the success of people and organizations around the globe. And that's where you come in. Welcome to MindQuest. I am your host, Mikel Morales, and this is Mission Control Center. Hello, and welcome to Mission Control Center, your one-stop shop for IT careers and recruitment advice. Check our blog at mindquest.io to discover the resources for IT professionals that we publish every week. It's a great way of staying in the know about the IT jobs market and keep advancing your career. This week we have a list with 10 of the best developers in Germany to follow across the World Wide Web. Whether it is on Twitter, LinkedIn, GitHub, or their own blog, these are the people you should be following if you want to know what the German dev community is up to. But now, and before going into what happened in technology this week, we have a very special interview with Belgian Cloud Solutions Architect and Microsoft Azure MVP, Carol de Winter. He's currently working at Azure Expert Managed Cloud Services Provider, Texmach. And he recently sat down with us to talk about his professional trajectory and share some tips for those looking to advance their cloud career. Carol, thank you for taking the time to speak with us. First off, I wanted to start with the basics. How did you get started in IT? I think I was about seven when I when I started to play around with with some old computers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the first things you learn were were the commands, the basic commands like uh, dare and and cd. And from that moment on, uh, I just wanted to learn uh, more about computers in general and more learning about uh, mm-hmm. other things. Also, you could uh, you could do with it. Um, so yeah, getting. Getting in IT was all about doing what I what I love to do, and also what um that the things that I was playing around with uh, mm-hmm. hardware that was given to me from from family from neighbors. Um, I was looking to improve that hardware, so making all those things work uh, work together, mm-hmm. and then from um, yeah from that moment I think the the internet came uh, came alive and then yeah a lot a lot of things happened from there on um i also yeah joined some community local communities in belgium so i i learned a lot more besides computers i learned a little bit of programming i learned yeah to to build websites because yeah the internet was still very very in the beginning so everything was just playing around with building websites and and making music and putting the music on those websites so from there on it all it all started um yeah and, and now i've i think i have around 14 years of it uh, experience i've always worked with microsoft partners so mm-hmm. in every company i worked we had the possibility to um yeah to try out the Microsoft products to try uh, new things, to start testing with it, to start playing with it, and then implementing it with uh, with customers. And the same thing happened with Azure also. So mm-hmm. Azure is about 10 or 11 years old right now. So I've uh, started to play with Azure in, in the very beginning um, because I, yeah, I got interested. I was at a, a local event, a local community event. There was somebody that that was showing something from Azure Storage. So you could mm-hmm. put your files on a storage account, or you could run your SQL environment, so your SQL Server in in Azure. So I, I was triggered, and I was curious about all those things and and how they work together. 
mm-hmm. um, and then I get involved in, into the Azure community in Belgium. Um, and it was also in the early days of Azure that that they give sessions, and I attended sessions, and so I, I yeah, I immediately saw the benefit of the cloud products. Um, but I must say, ten years ago. Azure was not the the Microsoft Azure platform that we now know. Uh, a lot has changed uh, since then. Um, so coming from from that, yeah, the the next thing was was all things about Office 365. I've done a lot of Exchange migrations uh, from previous versions of Exchange to the latest one, and then to Exchange Online. And from Exchange Online, you got the whole Microsoft. Um, yeah, environment, so the Office 365, the Microsoft 365 that we now know. And from there on, it started to, to get uh, to another level. So to investigate what we can do with, uh, with for example, the domain controls, the file service, the SQL service. Can we put it all in, in the cloud and, and make sure it all communicates with um, mm-hmm. with each other? And from, from there, yeah, I just kept learning uh, new things in Azure and I just kept exploring those new things. And what about now? What are you up to these days? My main focus is um, is on EAS, so infrastructure as a service mm-hmm. has been a lot. Now recently, uh, I work at Dexmach as a, as a solution architect. So um, yeah, a lot of things has changed because now I'm more focusing on on the past side and and all things around mm-hmm. governance and making sure you have a good landing zone and and keep security in mind. So. Those are all the things now um, I, I, I focus on. But throughout my career, the, the most things that I've done was mainly from, from being a system engineer to making yeah, architectures around all cloud things. And I'm mainly focusing on Azure. Aside to that, I'm also a competence lead. So that means that I'm responsible for all platform things related in Azure. So I'm, I'm looking at um, how can we use, for example, Azure Stack HCI with a customer, and on the other side, how can we use um, platform as a service in Azure, like Azure Functions or or maybe Kubernetes? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm designing the yeah, the foundations of that. So making sure that everything is secure, making sure that people that work in the company do the same thing over and over. So we have a couple of standards that we need to implement uh, with every uh, with every customer. And what is your advice for more junior Azure experts? Yeah, the, the number one piece of advice for, for junior Azure experts, I think um, learning is important. That's something that I've uh, done all, all, all the time. Um, and it's that important that you yeah, you have to do it um, for the rest of your life also, because a lot is changing in cloud. It's going very, very quickly. So if you are not learning day by day, um, I think even by six months, you are uh, you're ahead. Uh, so you are um, you're you're not ahead of, of your uh, competitors. So you, you, you need to keep on on uh, learning and keep doing new things. Um, I think. If, if you want to start with Azure, just go with, with uh, Microsoft Learn. That's mm-hmm. that's a, a very good starting point. You have different paths you can follow. So you have developer infrastructure, um, Azure ML. You have you have different paths. So just if you're a junior and, and you don't know which path or which track you want to go for, then Microsoft Learn is, is the way to go and, and, and just 
yeah, you have the the ability to to sign up and and have a complete Azure environment and a sandbox and see what um, what is working for you. And it, it it doesn't cost anything. So there you can see, am I doing a lot of developer things? Uh, am I enjoying the the web development parts? Um, if you are an infrastructure guy like me, you you are maybe more into VMs or more into Kubernetes and managing all those things, networking, storage, just have a look at that. That's a very good um, starting point. And what about official certifications? What would you recommend focusing on? You can't learn everything because it's it's too much information right now uh, in, in this, uh, yeah, how they call it, digital revolution time. Mm-hmm. You can't know everything. That's um, That's too dangerous also if you want to know everything because it's it's taking too much time. Yep. Um, but for example, when, when preparing for an exam, for a Microsoft exam, uh, I think a lot of junior people will will start and, and, and look at, at the Microsoft exams. Um, if you are taking an exam, you uh, surely have to look at the PDF that's on the page of the, of the exam. So they call it the exam skills outline. And Microsoft puts everything on an on an official certification page. So for that, you can um, yeah you can have a look. Uh, all the topics that are included in the exam are listed with some percentage at the end. Uh, and you have also um, the the ability or the possibility to just learn by that percentage. So that means that uh, the skills measured with the highest percentage. Um, must be also your highest learning priority and and the biggest investment in time also. That's something I do um, I, I do also. So I, I I get the outline and I see which parts are the biggest parts, and then my main focus will be on the biggest parts. And then if I have time to to really deep dive into the other parts, I look at the um, at the parts that I, that have a lower uh, percentage. What's the best career advice you have been given? Keep learning. Um, but most most important is is the the networking part. I find very important. Um, just learn from peers. Get to know other people. Ask them what they are doing right now. Um, yeah, that's that's. I, I think networking will be my my number one. Learning will maybe my my number one or number two. But um, you have to learn. You have to you have to learn always, but networking will be more important because, for example, if you're if you are um, going for a job interview and they um, they have two the same people with the same resume that that have the same certificates and the same experience, but the one person knows somebody within the company or knows somebody um, that knows somebody you know, mm-hmm. um, yep. he will be picked. In, in case of the other one. So I think networking is, is very important in every job, not only in IT, um, but you can learn from, from other peers. You can learn from um, yeah from, from people that are doing the job that you want to do or within, yeah, if you want to work in, an, in another place or, or you want to make a career step, that's, uh, that's very important that you, that you know people and that you um, do some networking also, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I think, as becoming an expert, you have to share your uh, your knowledge also. Um, not just keeping the knowledge for yourself, but sharing the knowledge with with people in your company or or even online is very important because then 
you show that that you're doing things and it's by uh, doing those those things and sharing that knowledge that that other people will see okay he is um he is getting busy with with some specific azure service or or web development or something else and and that's important that you uh, that you share also the the amount of of information that you learn so you can practice what you learn first but also you you yeah you get on the radar of other people and other people see what you are doing so it's uh, it's it's also very good uh, career advice to just get your get github repo for example just put some sample uh, projects in it do something uh, make a blog or or do a podcast or make a youtube video just explain something simple just get started with with sharing your your knowledge or or sharing a yeah, something you've learned, something you worked on 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 a project. So that's also uh, things that that helped me, <laughs> of course. Mm -hmm. uh, and and the last thing I think, do projects. Uh, mm -hmm. Try to uh, get involved in as much as projects as as you can. Um, don't be shy to do some complex projects. Mostly you are working in a team, so you you learn from other people from other people um, cloud is still very new so nobody has 20 or uh, 25 years experience everybody is new in the job everybody is just trying things out things are moving so fast that that you don't uh, have 10 years of, of experience and and a new service that has just been released ga so um, every everybody is on the on the same line and we have to keep learning and we have to keep doing and and it's by doing that you learn a lot and, and making sure that you have complex projects that you get involved into and, and that you can do is, is also very, uh, was also for me very, very good in my career. Okay, one last question. What would you do if you were not in IT? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I think I will be having some, some um, little company that is giving mountain biking lessons because I, I love mountain biking um, and I think it, it will be in in a, in a mountain, uh, a little village in a mountain that I have a little shop where I rent mountain bikes and I have some uh, lessons that I, that I can give or uh, give some tours. Um, yeah, that will be, <laughs> that would be nice, yeah. Thank you, Carol. And now, this is what happened in technology this week. <laughs> With the ethical debate around the use of artificial intelligence at full blast, pressure is mounting for the enterprise world to ensure that their AI tools are free of bias and other problematic side effects of automation. But how much work is really left to do? In what may come to many as not much of a surprise, most executives think their businesses are acting way more responsibly than they actually are. That's the conclusion of a new study by Boston Consulting Group which compared corporate AI ethics programs against a framework of best practices and found them to be insufficient in many areas. Particularly troublesome is the fact that more than half of those who believe they have fully implemented their ethics initiatives have overestimated their effectiveness. As they see these projects as completed, these companies are less likely to keep investing in similar projects moving forward. And moving on to other news... A global survey of e-health and wellness practitioners has revealed that industry leaders still consider the sector to be one of high risk. 89% of digital health insiders believe they are operating in a moderate to high risk environment, citing misrepresentation by online advertising as the greatest concern. Cyber attacks, human error during patient care, and data shortcomings 
are some of the other problems keeping them awake at night. Nevertheless, 90% of respondents expect their business to grow in the upcoming year, mainly thanks to COVID-19. Technology investments in artificial intelligence and robotics are also on the rise. And finally, here's a sobering fact. Only in 2020, more data records were breached than in the past 15 years combined. According to a recent report by research firm Canales, 32 billion data records were compromised over the last 12 months. That's a 171% spike compared to last year. Ransomware attacks increased 60% year over year. In healthcare, technology and government were the sectors that reported the most attacks. Although the pandemic has made the issue of cybersecurity worse, the world's growing dependency on data and the ever-increasing size of data sets are also helping attackers find new backdoors. Investment in cybersecurity, however, remains lower than that made on cloud and software services. And that's all for this week. Make sure you're following us on social media. We're on LinkedIn at MindQuest Talent and on Twitter at MindQuesting. Thank you for listening and until next time.